The following podcast is brought to you by the BICBP Radio Network. Hey, 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 what's up, creepers? It's Chris Chavez back with night two of our 31 Days of Creeps. Uh, If you're joining us just for this episode, go back and listen to the last one. You'll know that every October I do a 31 Days of Horror. I attempt to watch 31 Days in a Row of horror movies all the way up to Halloween. A lot of times I am a huge failure. I never finish it. Uh, as I explained last time, sometimes I'll double up on them to try to catch up and it never works this year. I'm going to try to pull it off. And, uh, along with that, I'm going to give my own little thoughts and reviews to the movies I've just seen immediately after watching them. So night two, we're back here and this night. So originally I said, I was going to try to go just off, uh, you know, off of a whim, just kind of at random, pick something and just watch it. This one was kind of not really random. This one was suggested by Carter, uh, one-third of the History Creeps podcast, our co-creeper in crime. He suggested this movie with a list of other movies as well. So I said, you know what? I'm going to check this one out tonight, um, and I'm glad I did. This was a fun movie. I got to tell you, it was enjoyable. It was creepy. There was some suspense in there. Uh, it wasn't too terribly horrific, so I would, I don't know that I'd, I'd, I mean, suspenseful, maybe I wouldn't know that. I don't know that I'd go so far as horror. There, there's a little bit at the end where, uh, that comes into play. Uh, but the movie I'm talking about is summer of 84. The sheriff's office reports they're likely looking for a white male. Preferred targets appear to be males age 12 to 16. It's a serial killer. The Cape May Chronicle received a letter from an individual calling themselves the Cape May Slayer. There's a serial killer on the loose. What else could possibly be this exciting? Incoming titties. 12 o'clock. Guys, Nikki Keshuba. Scientifically the perfect woman. Huh. Better view of my room than I thought. Sweet dreams. Emergency meeting. Treehouse. Now. Mackie is the Cape May Slayer. Mackie's a cop with a sick reputation. Wasn't counting on us. David. Hey. Guys, I'm freaking out, okay? Relax. You look like you're 30. It's gonna be fine. Now go. You're gonna get caught either by Mackie or your dad. I know I'm right about him. That doesn't prove anything. Are you with me? I don't want anything bad to happen to you. We're trying to save people. Yeah, well, you're not. Guys at the station are gonna love this. (laughs) Just let it go. Sorry again that you're grounded. Let's see if I can get you out of this house. No hard feelings. All right, Summer of 84. Summer of 84 is a 2018 Canadian horror mystery film directed by Francois Simard, 
Anouk Whistle and uh, Johan Carl Whistle. And it was written by Matt Leslie and Stephen J. Smith. This movie is... Okay, so let me ju- let me just preface this with this movie is basically if you took Stranger Things and you married it to the Burbs uh, and you sprinkled in a little bit of Alfred Hitchcock's Rear Window. Basically, it takes place in 1984 with a bunch of kids who are, I think they're like 15, 15, 14 and 15 years old in this neighborhood where kids have been coming up missing. Uh, all of a sudden, they, there's this kind of rash of young boys coming up missing. And the the main protagonist in this this movie is a paper boy who sees the headlines daily and starts to get a weird feeling that there's a serial killer out on the loose, which which comes out later that there is. And basically, he and his friends are going to try to figure out who it is. They have a suspicion that it is the the uh, the neighbor across the street, a very well respected police officer. And so, basically, the whole movie is them trying to figure out if it's this is the guy, you know. And it all takes place in the eighties. So, like I said, you, you take Stranger Things and you mix it with. And when I say Stranger Things, I don't mean the weirdness of Stranger Things. I'm talking about the nostalgia, the 80s, the kids on their bicycles. This movie literally opens with a panning of this kid's room, and you just see all this stuff that's just completely pulls you in with nostalgia immediately. 1984, you know, within the first 15, 20, 30 seconds of the film. Um, it's a good film. I got to tell you, I really, again, like I said, I really enjoyed it. It, it, it sucked me in, you know, I'm a sucker for those kinds of movies. I love the Goonies. I love the Burbs. I love movies where, you know, it, there's just this kind of like coming of age era when you, you know, you're younger and, and you're, you're with your friends and, and, you know, summers are forever and the real world has not even begun to seep into your brain yet. You're still a kid without a care in the world riding your bikes. I don't even know if kids ride bikes anymore. Anyway, okay, let's get to summer of 84. So let's start with the acting in this film. Only because immediately that was one of the things I wanted to check out. I like gravitate to. When I see a movie that I have never heard of before and already the, the, the feel I could see they had that kind of you know, Stranger Things-esque thing they were trying to do, this this motif. I was kind of concerned that this was going to be kind of like a B-movie with the acting. Um, and it actually wasn't too bad, man. All the actors and actresses in this film were actually really good act. They did a really good job. You know, they pulled it off. There was... I, so when you if you decide to watch this film, you'll you'll see what I mean here. The, the one kid, there's this one kid that kind of plays the street tough, right? The kid with that wears the leather jacket. It's insinuated that he's the one that gets in trouble with the cops all the time. You know, I felt like his acting left a little to be desired. It was a little flat and stale in certain parts. The other kids I thought were pretty good. You know, the main character I thought was really good. The parents were good. The cop that plays him, uh, he's a famous act. Not I wouldn't say famous. But he's an actor that was like, I think he was like on the CW back in the day. I can't remember. Maybe it was like Dawson's Creek or or, or something like that. Party of Five. Anyway, uh, he plays the cop. He did a great job. You know, I can't complain about the acting. They they they, they sold the characters and, and they made me feel involved in their story. The writing wasn't bad. The writing was actually really good. I felt like the you know dialogue was very natural. It didn't feel forced. It didn't feel contrived. You know, it didn't feel like these people were trying to write in an era where they had no experience. It felt natural. The story itself, I thought, was a really good story. We went a little long. I think I could have cut that movie down another 15, 20 minutes. But overall, the story was a cool story. And like I said, it felt like it borrowed from a lot of these old 
you know movies I just mentioned earlier, these classics. So it it felt very familiar. Uh, so I can't complain about the writing itself. Uh, cinematography, it looked great. Okay, you know the the lighting was nice. The the choice of camera angles was really nice. A lot of nice camera movement in the film. There wasn't too many like quick jarring cut scenes or anything like that. It was actually a, a nice looking film. So I enjoyed that. Uh, I enjoyed you know the, the their choice of the things they showed for scenery and, and and you know establishing shots, things like that. I really enjoyed that. Now the score and soundtrack. So when I say Stranger Things, if you watch this movie, you'll know immediately. Okay, because soundtrack wise, in regards to actual pop culture or pop music, they have maybe three or four 80 songs in there. One of them's Cruel Summer by Bananarama. Um, it's one of, it's, it's like in this in this one scene where they're all riding their bikes and it kind of just fits it gives this feeling of like okay i feel like i'm watching the goonies or i feel like i'm watching you know an episode of stranger things but when we get to the score this is straight stranger things and there's no joke like the the synth and and the kind of mood and and feel that they're going with this kind of music it literally feels like it could be at home on any episode of stranger things there's a lot of very you know kind of um, 80s, you know, synth wave kind of uh, uh, aesthetic in this in, in the sound for this film. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It really lent to the feel of it. And because we've had Stranger Things, because Stranger Things brought that nostalgia back and brought us back tying into that kind of sound when you hear it here with what they're trying to do in this film and set it in the 80s, it just feels right. Not that that was all the music that was back in the day, but it feels right. Summer of 84, I got to tell you, I really enjoyed the film. It's there's it's light in some some parts. It's got these coming of age moments, but then it goes into really creepy spots, you know, where where you're kind of on edge and and there's tension building and you know it's and it's suspenseful. Like there's there's a moment when they're creeping around this one guy's house and you just have this feeling of just like, geez, you got to get out of there because you have no clue when this guy's going to show up again. So that that tension's there. Like I said, you know, it builds up to this kind of finale that I wasn't expecting. I got to tell you, the way this movie ends, I didn't expect, but it builds up to this. So I can see where there's horror aspects in this, why they would consider it horror, because uh, it does get slightly horrific at the end, um, which doesn't have, you don't have that in the the overall you know tone of the film until then. But the end is is something that surprised me. Did not expect that uh, whatsoever. And I'm interested to to look into this further and see what the deal is with that. But Summer of 84, guys, check it out. I I got to tell you, I did enjoy it. I thought it was a good one. And for my second night of 31 uh, Days of Creep, it uh it works, man. It felt it felt fun, and, and it's just getting me in the mood. It's getting me in the creepy mood for for the month, the the month of October, my favorite month. All right, guys, thanks so much for listening. This was a quicker one, Summer of 84. I'm tired. It's later in the evening. I just finished the movie about 10 minutes ago, 15 minutes ago. So uh, I got to get to bed. Uh, but before I do, thanks so much for listening. We appreciate you guys' support. If you have not yet done so, go to Facebook, follow our History Creeps page, uh, comment underneath the postings for any of the episodes you listen to and enjoy. Uh, you know, Give us your thoughts. Let us know, you know if you think we're wrong, if you think you're right. Give us your opinions on things. Let me know what you think about these films. If you've seen them, if you do see them after I told you about them, uh, let me know if, if you feel like you know I, I you know I hit the nail on the head. Do you feel like I I, I explained it the same way that you saw it or experienced it? 
anyway, I'm rambling. It's late. I got to get to bed. Hit our Facebook page up. Also, make sure you go back on one of our posts and let us know if you want to join us this month on a roundtable discussion. We'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. So go make sure you make your voice heard. I got to get out of this clubhouse, guys. I am freaking exhausted. So as always, I appreciate you guys listening to us. I'm going to bed. You guys can hang out here or shut the lights off and lock the door on your way out. But as always, stay creepy.